Hey, what's up, world? Welcome to Season 3 of Snack Size, the podcast that will drag you into your most fabulous life. It's a brand new year, and it's a great time to live the life of your dreams. You've got to do you, because no one else can. And no matter what your happy and fulfilled life looks like, I want to help you get there. Our time together starts now. Yo, Evan, turn this up. With four bitches about to go and heat a hoe. Yeah, I run this street, but this concrete about to be a hoe. Three clips, so three tries. After that, won't need ass. Sniper chilling about knee hiding. If you stand for pussy, you gon' see why that catfish, that lemon pepper, that white girl, that Cinderella. Ship birds and get served. Pockets bigger than good fellas. Baddest bitch, you mad as shit. Your song and on thing lost a hit. Shy rack this Iraq. Give an eye patch like a pirate. <laughs> Hey, Snacks. Welcome back to Snack Size. I am so excited for our guest today, who is not only pioneering hip-hop as a black transgender rap artist, she's also a longtime friend of mine. You just heard a little bit of her music, and there is no doubt she is going places. Her bold lyricism and her aggressive yet relaxed vocal delivery make her voice stand out in hip-hop music. What I love most about this artist is that it doesn't matter what track you're listening to, her music makes you feel confident and empowered. I'm so excited to discuss her life and her music today. Now, just as a warning, this episode does feature some explicit content, so if the kids are in the room, you may want to grab some headphones, because baby, we about to get into some real talk. Please give a snack-sized welcome to rapper, entertainer, and up-and-coming hip-hop icon, Miss P. Let's give her a call. Hi, Miss P. Welcome to Snack Size. Hi. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited to have you here. (laughs) Girl, it's been too long. It has been way too long. So, for those of you who don't know, Miss P is not only a fabulous rapper, also one of my friends from back in the day. I think you are actually the first guest that could say they knew me when I was just getting my start. And it has been an honor to watch you grow on social media. I definitely keep up with you, and I am so proud of everything that you have accomplished. Really going out there and chasing after your dreams is so inspiring to me, which is why I had to have you. So excited you're here. Well, thank you for having me here, and I appreciate you for having a platform for more artists to shine. Let's talk about your music. In the interview with The Wow Report, you said that growing up, hip-hop was your freedom. Can you tell us a little bit more about how hip-hop music has influenced you in your life? I kind of related to like having a, a blanket when you're a little child and you feel protected. It makes you happy. It makes you comfortable. It's therapeutic. And whenever the world is crazy, the little child goes and cuddles their blanket. And that's how I feel about music, you know, like it was just something that really helped me explain how I felt. And I just felt like I could relate to it. How long have you done music? Um, Well, I dropped a Chirac Freestyle probably uh, maybe three years ago. Look at me. me. (laughs) I 
remember way back in the day, you had a song called Plastic Barbie. That was my favorite song. It was my ringtone for a long time. Um, but definitely, I would say, like, with Chai Rag, you, like, arrived. So talk a little bit about making that song and the response you've received from listeners. I love Plastic Barbie, though. I appreciate that. <laughs> but I just, I was ready to take it up a notch and, you know, take it serious and everything. And Chirac Freestyle was already out. And there was so many people doing a remix. And even, you would see like a few people from Chicago, but not many. And I'm like, Chirac, you know, everyone nicknamed that for Chicago. And I'm not here to debate how people feel about that word. But, um... It was just something that represented Chicago. And I was like, you know, like as an introduction, this is something I want to do. I didn't want to just drop single and single first. I wanted to drop a freestyle to just kind of be an introduction to who I am and just like a chili pot. And you get to see what I'm all about and what I love to do. And it was just that song that just stuck to me. And I was just like, and I appreciated the love that people gave to it. Because although I am, you know, a hip hop artist, you know, but so much more to that, you know, uh, that hip hop has birthed and it doesn't have to be the old fashioned hip hop how it used to be. When I went to Europe and even performing in Germany and hearing people say, I'm not really a fan of hip hop like that, but I loved your music, you know, and I just appreciate something like that, that people could just find a grasp to it. Yeah, actually, many people in your, like, reviews and articles I've read about you describe your sound as a new era in hip-hop. So in what ways are you changing the game, and then what ways would you say that you are inspired by artists that have come before you? Being myself, being not trying to fit to what others are doing, and I mean, for me and my brand, it's all about just confidence and owning your shit, but also having fun and um, feeling good about it as well and you know what's in and also what I like to listen to is you know I like to twerk and you know pop my hips and shake my you know you know so I still want to make it um, related to that and still be pleasurable to what's in right now but also with the message and I just feel like I would love to be part of that that brings hip-hop into such a deeper message as well as inspiration. Do you have any influences from artists that have come before you? Yes. Oh, you got me going on. <laughs> okay. Uh, Little Kim for sure. I mean, it was just the fact of like back then when she was coming out, it wasn't that many women and it wasn't many women like that. Her being so soft and the outfits, fashion, sexy and everything. But when she rapped, it was just like the rest of the guys, you know, and I remember watching something. They said that Biggie was like, you know, whoever got the best rap can be on this song. And she outraps so many guys in the studio. And that's how she got on certain tracks. And I just thought that was so inspiring being who I am and growing up and feeling different. Just feeling like, you know, like that was just so dope to say it doesn't matter who's around your surrounding. You can always be up there, too. Absolutely. In fact, a lot of your songs feature a really unapologetic confidence, and I think that many people go their whole lives and never find it. And where does that confidence come from in your life? Just like growing up, like like I was a hardhead child, you know? Like I wasn't a kid who could like, after getting in trouble, I could learn that it was a bad idea and get inspired to be better. 
It wasn't the whole sit down at the table and let's talk about why your homework's bad. Let's do this. I want you to not give up. It was more of like really these strong, powerful black women in my life saying like, you're not doing this. Get the fuck up. You're not, you know, like keep going. You're not a failure. You won't be a failure. I won't let you be a failure. I'm going to feel like a bad bitch, which is going to help you feel like a bad bitch. And I want you to go help somebody else feel like a bad bitch. And it was just that tough love. So that's what like really brought me into my rap zone too, because you know, that inspired me and made me feel the way I am now. So I just feel that somebody playing my track, either, you know, just chilling alone or out or whatever you're doing, you just feeling good and you're embodying yourself. I see a lot of artists that during Halloween, people dress up and you could tell, oh, that's Gaga, that's this and that. And I think that's so dope. But me as an artist and brand that's starting to um, form. And when I get to that point, I just want y'all to be like yourselves. You know what I mean? I just want y'all to be y'all and just be dope. And I want to see me in them. It's like, wow, they wanted to give up a year ago. They felt like life was over. But now that motherfucker running it. That bitch bad. Yes. I think that's great advice. For people who struggle with finding their confidence, what would your advice be to them? Uh, own it. I feel like just going to an empty room. Oh, not empty. It ain't got to be empty. Okay. It's okay if y'all got furniture. Uh, <laughs> going into a room alone and really just owning it, turning up that music, replaying it, replaying it, whatever makes you feel good, and just jamming to it. And I feel like that's kind of like being out there in the world, you know, like just not caring about your surroundings and just going for it and just letting it go, you know, even if you don't believe it, even though if you don't feel it yet, just keep it going. One thing I really enjoy about your music is that you can tell by your lyrics that you have lived a lot of life. So in life, what is the biggest challenge that you faced? How did you overcome it? And what did you learn? I think finding my voice, finding my identity of saying like, this is how I feel. This is who I am. It took a minute, you know what I mean? And that's that's why I really wanted to take a break before I came out with anything. And that's why it took a couple years after to do Chirac because I wanted to feel complete. I just kind of felt like, you know, I loved everything back in the day, but I didn't feel like I was completely myself yet. I didn't feel like I was completely what God was ready to form. So I wanted to take a break from that and just like get myself together and everything just to find my voice so I can be able to feel confident about that. And I think another uh, challenge is really just like being patient and not worrying about the fact that there are a lot of artists out here who don't care to do it because it's their heart that's beating and craving for this dream. They're just doing it because it's in and it's fast and quick. And, you know, some of them blow up so fast because the the gimmicks and the drama and this and that. And for me as a real artist, that's not anything that I want because it's all about longevity for me telling myself it's okay to be patient, wait for your time. When it's really for you and it's your dream, it's going to show and it's always going to last forever. You touched on something that I think we have in common as artists is longevity. What is your key to keeping yourself going and your fans interested? 
I feel like always be yourself because that's what made them enjoy you at the beginning. I feel like a lot of artists mess up because they start to forget what the people who were there for them wanted. And it's all about knowing how to have a balance, having a bit of what they want mixed with just like if you want to experiment with certain alternative or sounds or any type of thing, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So anyone who follows you can see that you are out in the world making your dreams happen. What advice would you have for people that have a dream and want to start making it come true? Stay consistent and just do it. And it's all about the battle between the good and the bad in your mind. And it's more of getting into your head telling you you're not good enough. You can't. You should wait. Hold on. Wait for this. What about this? What if they don't like it? But it's all about keep going no matter what. And having that warfare is really just believing into the true thing, that that true voice in your head that says anything is possible. That is really great advice. I appreciate it. Of course. So this is a question I ask on every episode. In your opinion, what is the key to living a happy and fulfilled life? (sighs) Forgiving. I feel like we as people tend to still live our lives with giving the microphone to our past instead of living for our present and creating for our future. And it's all about forgiving your past, forgiving anything that hurt you. Of course, of course, it's a lot of stuff that we all want to change. But the point of living is learning. And if you didn't, if you didn't know what you were doing, you can't get mad because you, you know, you didn't learn from, you know, you had to learn in order to know what you're doing. I don't even believe in working hard. I believe in working smart and working okay. Will help you, okay? Because when it's meant for you, you already got it. So now it's all about you just staying in that line and on that lane. Does your music have a part in the way you forgive anything in your past? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, with the music is being my freedom, you know, it really was my exhale at times that I felt like it was over or whatever. I didn't feel good or strong enough to keep going. Like, people taking boxing classes or whatever to just release all that and let it out. You know what I mean? And definitely, yeah, it just helps me um, let go and not be so mad of things that I can't change. I think you've touched on a really important part of what it means to do what you love. Not only do you find success, you're able to release the negativity in your life by really driving in your lane and following your dreams. So thank you for that. That's an awesome perspective thing and one more thing i want to say like a a lot of us tend to stop right away because we are expecting fast results but that is not going to help a cut does not heal in two seconds you have to have time and patience and keep just building a foundation and then you'll get there let's talk about what's next for you what's coming up okay um so first off i decided to come out with the ep so i did nine songs and i wrote them all and then now i'm doing the engineering and editing you're almost finishing up with it and everything and i have some really big news i can't wait to say eventually because your bitch can't hold water and kool-aid so this been hard i get that do you produce a lot of your own stuff by yourself no, so I have a producer, uh, produced by P, and he is awesome, and we've just been doing that back and forth, and then 
We'll go to the hills, the desert, far away. We've rented Airbnbs that cook just so we could film. So I've also been filming a lot of behind the scenes footage on drones. Oh my gosh, the beautiful footage and just so much getting prepared for this EP and just like a kind of behind the scenes of me being so new and how I worked my way for this. I am so excited to see that. So whenever you're ready to release the info, where can we follow you? Well, my Instagram is M-I-S-S-P-V-S-S-Y. Why? Because I said something. All right. Definitely like Spotify or Apple. I really just want people to fall in love more with the artist. And then if you want to love the person, that's fine. But listen to my stuff and feel like a baddie, bad bitch, bad guy, whoever. Well, thank you so much for coming on Snack Side and sharing your story. It has been such a pleasure. And I am looking forward to whatever is next for you. I will be keeping my eyes peeled. And thank you, Lala. Continue to be awesome. And I really appreciate this. This is very professional. This was dope. And y'all, everyone who's listening, keep following Lala as well. You don't know how to work, honey. (laughs) All right, Snacks. Until next time, go be fabulous. Hey, Snack. Thanks for hanging out with me and listening to this episode. You can get into every episode over at www.snacksizepodcast.com. And don't forget to register for my email list so I can keep you in the loop about new episodes, sneak peeks, giveaways, and more. That's www.snacksizepodcast.com. Until next time, see you later, Snack.